welcome to our very first podcast here at Cubicus. <laughs> um, I'm my name is Joe, and I'm here with. Hello, I'm Sophie, <laughs> and we're here today to talk about our very uncertain futures and how mm-hmm. well it's actually okay not to be so certain. Mm-hmm. And these past few months, we've been through a lot. Went through some very odd Dutch cities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yes, yes. We went to different companies. We visited them. Uh, we also did some interviews with alumni. Um, yeah, it was really uh, insightful <laughs> to see how uh, yeah communication professionals work, what they do, uh, give us an idea of what we can do. Yeah, how did you like that? <laughs> Yeah, I think um, we f- we were able to visit uh, such diverse companies, some tech companies, some advertising agency, and I think you you visited a governmental mm-hmm. company, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think uh, now we know, or our eyes are open about how many opportunities are available to us out there. Uh, as a communication science uh, graduate mm-hmm. but i think uh, at least from what i hear from friends and family uh, people might think that oh because you're a communication science graduate it's it might be harder to find jobs because people don't value um your degree as much as others or like the common people mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who don't yeah. know what we're studying because um we're not as prestigious as getting a medical degree or mm-hmm. a computer science degree that's why i have a quote coming up from one of the alumni i interviewed okay so uh the alumni I interviewed is um, her name is Lena she's currently working in Oracle as a key account manager and what she does is she basically works with um, Oracle clients customers and make sure that their requirements are met and their uh, needs are fulfilled and they are happy with uh, Oracle products and uh, yeah this is her experience uh, of what it's like for her applying for jobs after her master's degree. It's really, really hard to also like go through the application process. I also remember that I had some really down times uh, during it when I got like, I don't know, rejected 20 times, but you have to apply a lot. And then it's just about the one yes that you get mm. and not about hundred no's maybe that you become uh, or like get at some point. I think you have to maybe advocate yourself a little bit better and just like also tell what you've done, what you focused on and mm. what kind of projects you've done so the um so the company where you're interviewing really understands um what you've done and what your degree meant. So I felt like sometimes you have to explain it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well well uh, I think it really must have been hard for her to keep the motivation and continue applying. Uh, I uh, imagine that can happen to a lot of people when they finish their studies, that they have to apply to several companies. Um, yeah, what do you think? How will it be when we finish? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, for context, uh, 
when she after she finished her master's degree it was around the start of the pandemic mm-hmm. or she was talking oh. about the start of pandemic where there's a lot of job freeze happening and there are not that many job openings um uh, true so it it was i can imagine and she really did say it was really hard but uh right now from what i hear from the companies we visited and the alumni uh, we interviewed that uh their the job market is much better now there's a lot mm. of job opportunities out there so maybe it is easier for us but i think um we never know and yeah yeah like what she mentioned that it's really important to know uh regardless of your degree i think how to mm-hmm. advocate for yourself because employers are never going to really know what you've studied what you're capable of and uh that's what's important and i don't know do you have mm-hmm. any possible um uh, fields that you're thinking of applying yeah. to after this well uh I'm not really sure. I'm open to try, uh, but uh, yeah, to be honest, I am interested maybe in entertainment field or broadcasting. Mm-hmm. I find that uh, appealing for me. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think after, uh, well, I the two alumni I interviewed are working in tech companies and uh-huh. also I was really... Um, let's say uh amazed by the tech companies uh, i managed to visit and so i think i would really like to work in the tech field and hope it's not too competitive but <laughs> we'll see yeah yeah but uh, as you said i think also it's really important to being able to advocate for yourself knowing what you're capable of that's also what i heard from my two interviews uh they made that also very clear that uh, it helps a lot to be curious and open-minded and really uh, yeah advocate for yourself show what you can do and what this degree uh, taught you because yeah i think some people don't really know exactly Um, but yeah i also think it's important to see your career path um, as well and to set goals for the future And the, those goals can be different for everyone, right? Uh, so, yeah, here I have a next quote. For this next quote, uh, I interviewed Justine, and she works as program manager in ProRail, a government organization relating to National Railway. So, yeah, she was also starting her own business in online marketing, and... There she also has a lot of activities. I think <laughs> that was also something I saw in during this time that communication professionals yeah, have a lot to do in internal external communication and but yeah, in our interview uh we also talked about how it is to climb the corporate ladder or how you can visualize or envision your own goals and the this is what she said. If I just stay within ProRail uh, Pro right now, being a program manager, well, the, fr- uh, the next step would be another higher manager maybe, then a director, and eventually a board member, so to say. There's probably there are like a few steps in between, but let's keep it a little bit simple. Mm-hmm. 
And I was thinking, okay, what I'm doing right now, being a program manager um, and seeing these steps, is it worth it, what I'm doing right now, to become yeah, a board member or a director if, if everything goes as, as like the, the steps are? And I was thinking, no, not for me, at least not right now. Um, and I think that's for everyone to to experience and also to feel, okay, which steps are uh, for me? And wh what will my yeah, line be? Hmm. Well, if, <laughs> if someone asks me now what my next steps be, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm the type of person that really only sees what's ahead. You know, I mm -hmm. don't think too far ahead into the future. Yeah. Like I right now, the only thing I'm thinking is, okay, I need a master's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, True. But yeah, from I think from what she said, she must be probably around the mid middle level. If if yeah, her I next steps so. is something as what she said, higher managers, mm -hmm. like yeah. eventually becoming director and board member, <laughs> <laughs> but she yeah. must be doing good at her job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Mm, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, what she said uh, is right that, you know, uh, at least in my culture, people always um, admire someone who gets to that higher level really quickly. Like, oh, he's a, he's a higher high level manager at his company by the age of thirty, or mm -hmm. he's now a C an entrepreneur CEO at the age of twenty seven or something. Mm -hmm. And you have those Forbes lists, you know, thirty under thirty or something like that. <laughs> yes, and. and I think that might not be the case for everyone. Mm -hmm. That everyone has their own uh, own vision of what they want to be right then and there, and um, what uh, how they see themselves. And yeah, I think it's you know, I mean, right now, I <laughs> I don't know if I want to ever be a higher level manager, but I can imagine mm -hmm. I would want to be one for the benefits <laughs> <laughs> yes <true. laughs> and yeah. i mean i don't know what about mm. you what do you how do you see yourself right now mm. <laughs> yeah to be honest i also tend to um mm, yeah not plan too much ahead just the next step but yeah i think i do have some vision of myself in the future that uh well, I guess that's something that everyone wants <laughs> to have a higher position or be stable somehow. <laughs> and stable is the word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, apart from that, I think, yeah, for me, it's also to just see what's next and uh, to see if that's something that uh, interests me and that can lead me to so <laughs> to a position that I will be happy in. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, for now and from I, what I learned in the companies and from the interviews, I think I see my development in the future as somehow a collection of, uh, my future experiences. So 
you experience something or you try something and then you can learn from that and see, okay, this is for me or this is not for me and then see what uh, where you can go there next. Yeah, I mean, it's like what uh, we heard when we visited Nadab uh, mm-hmm. from the head of mobile development where he said um, promotion for him means uh, getting happier or like finding happiness. And I think that resonates with both of us really what we really mm-hmm. want is to be stable <laughs> yes and happier <laughs> and happy. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes yes that's true so yeah we heard these experiences now and the prospects and uh, but during these visits there was something i was also really interested to know which is uh yeah what does this study of communication science contribute for us in the future and if Uh, yeah how it is for the professionals now if they still uh, use some skills or things from this study to for their current job uh yeah so next i i interviewed one alumni called lindy and she works at atalant uh, which is a nursing home and there she has a role as yeah communication professional and she has Uh, she works in internal external communication and she also describes a lot of tasks that she has to do uh, also organizing events and it's really well she described it as it's different every day which was also nice to hear <laughs> um yeah and there there she also mentioned what the bachelor this or the study of communication uh, meant for her or what she thinks about it let's hear And I think the study communication is a good base for everything you want to go uh, doing later. So mm. I, I have friends uh, from the study uh, communication science. We are with 13 uh, uh, girlfriends. Uh, they're all doing other things. I think two mm. or three are in, still in communication and the rest is doing uh, things in class or uh, safety things or... Uh, um, Yeah, really, really all the ways, but they mm-hmm. all have that good base you learn in the uh, in the study. So what you, it doesn't matter what you're gonna do <laughs> after this, I think. Uh, yeah, you you need uh, uh, you really learn to uh, how how people communicate, and you need it in every job, I think. I guess. Um... One of the main benefits of this study is you get 13 girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I don't have that yet, but <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, and uh, yeah, I guess um, I think that's one of the sectors I haven't really explored yet. Uh, I don't know about you, healthcare. Or mm, yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah, but I from what i hear from her it seems that you really become a sort of jack of all trades mm-hmm. after this study and uh because it's such a broad field i think that you really like what she said because it's needed everywhere mm-hmm. that you can sort of apply it everywhere and i think also the nature of our study of being inquisitive and curious in general is what enables us to eventually learn a lot of things and adapt i guess mm-hmm. yeah that's true yes and uh yeah i think uh, what you mentioned about um 
knowing how to communicate. I think what's also important about the study is really learning how to bridge the gap mm-hmm. uh, because we are all different people with really different opinions and that is even more present in when you're working, I think. And that's mm-hmm. um, what my second alumnus uh, said. His name is, sorry if I pronounce it incorrectly, mm-hmm. Yoel. He's currently working in Recognize, uh, that's in Hengelo, and it's a software uh, provider company where he works as, as a lead product owner. So not only does he work with clients and uh, make sure that their requirements are uh, applied, and also he works with developers and making mm-hmm. sure the developments is going according to the plan and well, <laughs> he also manages internal processes, making it better. And uh, yeah, uh, let's hear his experience of um, applying communication science to his previous job. Mm-hmm. Uh, that every department within a company is a, a small company itself. Like everybody's living on their own island and they're not communicating with each other. It, it, was, it was at my previous job that I wrote a plan to uh, just let different departments communicate and talk with each other because they really don't. And I think that that is something yeah, that I really learned uh, as a communication professional. Uh, wow. Well, <laughs> you know, I feel like before studying, I wouldn't recognize so much how important it can be for companies to have a communication professional. Uh, and yeah, you can see that just one action like what he did to connect the departments, it might seem as something small and maybe obvious, but yeah, there's the you need someone who does that and it can contribute, I think, to uh, yeah, something big and to connect the whole company or different departments. And I guess then they can work for uh, really good projects or... <laughs> uh, yeah, just have a better working environment, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, when I did my internship, I could really see firsthand that um, it might seem as if, you know, if you're working for the same company, surely you're heading towards the same goal or have the same uh, opinions, but that could not be more different because, um, you know, with developers, they're brain is um thinking of how how does this work how to make it work is it working mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile um they might not be so interested in the business objectives in particular but also the business side of people the project managers they they think of of how to make the clients happy they want to make them satisfied with the product to continue use the product but mm-hmm. um they might not think first of, hey, is this even technically possible? And um, I guess that's where communication really comes in, that mm-hmm. um, both sides are important and both sides are uh, are correct. Yeah. But what matters is that we sort of negotiate and work together to uh, reach a common goal, because if, if mm-hmm. you cannot bridge those two then i don't think um it will work out 
as effectively as we wanted. But yeah, true. Also, uh, something that I heard in Thales, one of the companies I visited. But yeah, also throughout our study, the, t- the our teachers or professors they also <laughs> repeated this sentence, which is communication is everywhere, and I think that's true. And that's what uh, he and all the alumni, I guess, they described it and they show it that uh, their work uh, is really important for the companies uh, because yeah it's it's everywhere and people might not notice it or might see it as too obvious but yeah you still need people like us (laughs) yeah uh, it's like uh, one of our professors uh, Mark von Furen (laughs) said I think where um, if if something goes wrong, the first thing people blame is lack of communication. <laughs> True, <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. So is <laughs> exactly. this communication in the room with you right now? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about the study now? Yeah, well, I mm, I chose this study because I really liked the broadness of it. And it fit my personality because I really like to try uh, different things, different paths, I guess, and uh, that's what I liked about this study. And now, after uh, studying it for <laughs> three years, I it, it became more clear how uh, broad it is and how many doors it can open. Um, and yeah, that's what I learned so far. I think. Um for both of us, um, yeah, we all, we both started at a point where we uh, don't really have a career in mind, right? Like mm-hmm. we we started this study um, because we see of um, diverse uh, fields mm-hmm. that they are teaching us about, and yeah i think um now we sort of know what fields we want to go into i want to go into more of the tech field you want Mm -hmm. to go more into broadcasting Mm -hmm. and yeah i think it's okay for future students really to Mm -hmm. use this degree really as a chance to explore you know even even if your friends are already know what they want you know, uh, I want to be a psychologist, so I study psychology. I want to be a doctor, so I study medicine. Not, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's really okay to use this degree as a chance to explore. Yeah, this degree is also very valuable, and as we heard, it's a really good base for other things. And yeah, if you decide to change paths and go to, I don't know, the health sector or uh, yeah, say in tech companies or in or teaching or whatever you can still change and that's really uh, good and i think we what i learned also during these weeks was also to uh, don't fix my head too much in the idea of oh i I really need to know what i have to do and it's it's good to have the idea but uh, of your next step (laughs) of course but uh, yeah just try out that's something i learned uh, just try what you're interested in and that's the good thing about the study you can try and find your own way through trying <laughs> so it's basically it's okay not to know exactly say <laughs> the title of our podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you very much i hope you enjoyed it <laughs> give us a good rating <laughs> <laughs> and well 
。